follow the path, see where it leads, use what you want to find what you need. Today on the Salestrom Speaks podcast, season two, episode six, I want to read to you a little blurb I wrote that is titled, Our Spiritual Constitution. Now the purpose of this reading is to identify the reason for the appearance of the things in this world and then identify how we can employ this understanding, this knowledge, because knowledge is dead without application. And what you'll find is many of the books that we revere to include the spiritual texts, scriptures, and our constitution for the nations that we hold so dear. These documents dependent upon the belief in which the individuals who wrote them had, and without it, the document was dead. So here I would like to read this to you. If you'd like, you could take a seat, perhaps recline, and try not to fight with the words. Simply allow them to seep into you as you would if you were relaxing after a long day. Our Spiritual Constitution. The Bible is our spiritual constitution. The ancient sages did not believe in the future. They believed it in. Similarly, the founding fathers of the United States did not at that time have any reason to believe, apart from the conviction in their hearts, that they could succeed at creating a democracy, nor a country that could stand on its own steam. These men were men of providence, men of great faith. The words they wrote down titled The Constitution of the United States of America, declared a solemn oath to a future they adamantly believed in. They saw it fully formed in their single mind's eye. However, they did not believe aimlessly, hoping one day it would come to pass. They believed it in in the assurance that what they hoped for was secured through their steadfast conviction that it was already a fact. Whatever events emerged between the formation of that constitution and the world we live in today did not matter. The vision they saw came to pass not because it would have happened anyway, 
and not because of mere chance, but because they were bold enough to decree a thing, knowing it must and will come to pass. We are told, you shall decree a thing and see it come to pass. Is the Bible not a spiritual constitution? The ancient sages made an oath, written in words, that described a world which preserved the sacred integrity of our being. That document fostered a conscious integration of spiritual truths coupled with practical scenarios to convey that truth. I might add here that no one saw it coming, save for those who imagined it into being. No one knew of the glory and the riches that God had in store for them until one day the words in the mind of an ancient sage broke forth into speech and then into vision and went became vision, and by vision I mean an extended dream. It was only a matter of time before the acorn became the oak, the grape a vineyard, the child a son and heir to the living God. No man can perceive what is not already at present a reality. The Founding Fathers knew this. The ancients of old knew this. We know this. Now we must employ it. We must practice it like we would practice piano. Sit down and practice. Walk and practice. Carry the tune with you. Sing the praise in your heart, meaning Carry the wisdom with you in your thought and speech. Demonstrate the character of Jehovah to others through your example. You too will witness the glory of God in this lifetime. You need not die to see the kingdom of heaven. You need not look here nor look there for the end of times. You are the end. And you have every ability to be what you wish to be. You can see this world as you wish to see it, as the Founding Fathers saw it, as the ancients saw it, and see that vision come to pass in this lifetime. Now, I wrote this with the purpose of conveying a simple message that although what seems to be so far-fetched to you and those around you with a firm conviction because that is what faith is according to the ancients it is a firm secure place a sure footing with faith with a sure footing in a firm, secure place, which is our being, 
we build houses on firm foundations. And these houses protect the things that we hold dear to us physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Now, if we would like for these things to become manifest in our world, we must continue to persist in the assumption that what we have decided is, is. And in our persistent assumption of what we have declared will come to pass, we will see it come to pass in our world. Now in the episodes to come, I will be including more things that are involving our manifestations in terms of how to really see it for yourself. We're going to be going back to the fundamentals because it's in the fundamentals done well. Those small things done in great ways will make the great things seem small. If you enjoyed this episode, take another listen. And as you relax, I would ask you to pause for a moment of reflection, to go through your day and pick out the things that seemed to carry friction. And as you sit in a relaxed position, hear what you would have liked to hear if what you experienced went the way that you would have liked it to go. Now you can select one and use this as practice in the same way the little blurb that I had read to you described. Practice it like you would practice piano. We must every day take a little time at the end of the day and do not let the sun go down on our wrath. Do not let the day's events simply be carried into sleep. Do something about them. And I don't mean go to that person and tell them off. What I mean to say is listen to that conversation, that inner conversation. Listen to it intently and hear it having ended the way that you intended it to have ended if it went the way that you desired it to. I send you love. I send you blessings. May your life continue to blossom and flower in ways better than you had ever imagined. This is the Salestrom Speaks podcast. Have a glass of orange juice with that, why don't you?